what I'm laughing right now because I just went to record another podcast with my sister. She's back on for part two. And I said the wrong name because I was saying part two, but I called it 32 committed podcast. So yeah, we're a little giggly at the moment. Kyleen, say hi. Hi, everyone. Woohoo! She's back and better. Also, she started working at her job as a nurse, killing it. So if you're listening to this, give three claps for Kyleen. <laughs> One, two, three, three claps. We're wicked giddy right now because we just got crumble cookie. The flavors this week, beautiful. So good. Oreo is my favorite. All right. So we're going to talk about part two of Noella's podcast. And... I don't know. Where do you want to start, Kylene? Do you want to start from your perspective or do you want me to kind of go about my day a little bit? What like, do you oh, think would be go good content? Day, so we can, yeah, go about your day and then I'll fill in. Okay, great. So this will be for my people who are about to be pregnant. And it's funny because this podcast is going to tie into the first one. So if you did not listen to part one yet, it's titled Everly's Birth. Definitely listen to that. And then um, listen to this one. So this is part two. So at the time frame of this birth, Everly was born, excuse me, August 3rd. And then Noella, totally not planned, was born March 3rd. But during the day, um, I was teaching and I had te been teaching my whole entire pregnancy. And it was brutal teaching and being pregnant and having a toddler at home, but it was great. My students loved my belly. I was living my best life. And it was also really good because I didn't, I was sick with both pregnancies, but I didn't have time to dwell on my nausea with Noella. So honestly, I really think working during pregnancy helped me power through. So yeah. shout out to people who are really sick. I feel ya. I actually was so sick that I was throwing up so much during the day that I had to be put on medicine because I couldn't literally function. It was horrible. So I powered through. I remember saying to my students, I teach high school students, they were juniors, and I was really having cramping. It wasn't that pressure that I was talking about in the last episode. It was almost felt like period cramps because I was texting you kind of throughout that process. And I went to my 38 week appointment. Ironically, I sit on the chair and TMI, but some fluid comes out, but not a ton. And I was only at my doctor's office and I, the doctor saw some fluid come out and I was like, I don't know what that is. Like, can you please check? And they checked for amniotic fluid. They have like a little swab test and it came back positive. But they also did a mini ultrasound and there was still a ton of fluid around Noella's head. So sometimes I guess um, the doctor said that it can be a false positive just because there's so much discharge and stuff in your vaginal area when you're pregnant. So they sent me to the hospital right away. And that's kind of when, well, I started calling Nick first and he wasn't answering right away because he was in the middle of work and he just got transferred to a new location for his position. So obviously he didn't have his phone on, but I kept calling and I finally got a hold of him. And something that's really funny is he goes, okay, I'm on my way home. Like, this is so great. We're gonna go to the hospital. And he orders a pizza and we actually bring in a full pizza to the hospital before I gave birth to Noella, which was funny. And I called Kylene in the car ride too, so. Kylene, this is where your story comes in. Yeah, so 
I was so nervous that I wasn't going to make the birth because mm -hmm. I had my spring break coming up and you were due like the day yeah. I was supposed to leave. And so we were just really praying that I was going to be able to make the, mm -hmm. the birth like I had been able to make Evie's because I was at school at this point and I actually was babysitting for a family in Rhode Island on Thursday. So like the only day I wouldn't be able to rush to you would be Thursday right. before 4.30 or whatever time I was working. Mm -hmm. And it was probably 4.05 or something at this time. And I get a FaceTime from you and Cody. So oh yeah, many, so many. Cody was Cody on the was phone. There. Actually, before Cody, no one was answering me at the time because Nick wasn't answering. And this was a span of like 10 minutes. It was not long at all. I called Cody and he answered and I was kind of panicking in the car because I was like, Cody, no one's answering me. I have to go to the hospital, like get a hold of people. He pulled through again. Okay. Good job, Cody. Always pulling through. And he, you guys were like, Kayla's water broke and you need to rush to the hospital yeah now and i was probably an hour and like 45 minutes away from the hospital. rush so hour rush hour so afterward like, okay right after i get out of here i'm gonna rush luckily at this point i had my hospital bag packed it was already in my car like everything was in there and so i rushed right to the hospital and mm -hmm. i think i got there at probably around 6 37 ish yeah and nick was like don't worry kyleen we're gonna stall because i'm ordering a pizza so i had to wait for so i was two centimeters dilated in the doctor's office and then he said you know the baby's not coming the head's not there you're not crowning and you're not contracting right now so go home get your husband get your stuff like i'm not going to call an ambulance for you to go to the hospital or anything so i don't live far from my doctor's office at all it was it's probably like uh, 10 to 15 minutes so he's like go home get your husband no problem pack your bags and second kid bags weren't packed yet <laughs> they really weren't and i <laughs> so i was like okay great so i go to the hospital i was kind of feeling excited because i really wasn't in pain i was uncomfortable but it was awesome i was like okay we're gonna have this baby this is great so i'm chilling on the birthing ball and we order new haven pizza for nick and me too i didn't really eat it because of the epidural but i'm just bouncing on the ball and we're stalling for kyleen and then we casually drove ourselves to the hospital and it was great so when you got there we were in a I don't, what are those rooms called like I don't even know they were like they weren't regular delivery rooms they were just little waiting rooms yeah it was like basically a room to like monitor you to make sure that everything was going okay and yeah you were this is where the time warp happened for me though because Nick always tells the story that we were in that room for so so long but it went by so fast for me we were in there for like a few hours yeah which is crazy because i didn't we were in there until like 11 at night i know which is literally you so your epidural in there yeah i did get my i was so sick remember i got nauseous again yeah. oh medicine people kills me but they let me have a lollipop that nurse was awesome because yeah. you're not supposed to eat anything but she let me have a lollipop which is great i really love that hospital. and we came purple prepared for this birth we had snacks nick had candy yes. sodas like we were ready for this one we got transferred we got transferred into a room at probably like 11 mm -hmm. and it was huge the room was so oh my spacious gosh, yeah. it had a couch bed mm -hmm. and, and a chair and a chair and just so much room it was very comfortable in there yeah 
and you were not progressing. Once no, Kayla no. had an epidural for both her pregnancies, mm-hmm. it really slowed things down, which is normal for that to is happen. Is that normal? I yeah, because medicine slows yeah, right down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ella was stuck at like eight centimeters for a while, just like yeah. Abby was. Yep. Yeah. And I remember that. We were just waiting for a really mm-hmm. long time with Ella. Yeah. And <laughs> we were kind of like, with Ella, honestly, I was not scared to have her at all, which was honestly such a blessing from the Lord. But you would think because of how hard my postpartum was with Everly, like I would be so terrified. But I honestly was so excited to have her. I really felt that. Did you see that difference in Nick and I both or – yeah, I, it was it was a way different experience than Everly. First of all, we were at a completely different hospital, but also just there was no fear of the unknown. Yeah, you knew it was coming, mm-hmm. even though you might not have remembered every detail. Because right. you don't like you the Lord definitely protects you. The Lord you really does protect you, and I saw that through you. And it was just like, oh my goodness, I wonder what Ella's gonna look like. Yeah, it was and so exciting. The whole time, I feel like we were in the hospital. We were talking about Evie. Like, we oh were. Evie's going to be such a good little sister and yeah, a big sister, I should say. And I should say this because I bet you a mom this will – oh, oh we I'm just so totally sorry. dropped the phone. <laughs> sorry for the bang. I bet you a mom will go through this. So I actually, before I had Noella, I was experiencing the worst mom guilt in the world because everybody was saying to me, which is rightfully so – oh my goodness, Evie's world is going to be rocked, like poor Evie and all this stuff because she's like, I'm bringing a new sister into the world. And I felt the worst mom get like, wow, am I a bad mom? Like my attention won't go to Evie anymore and she's going to be mad at me. Isn't that such a funny, it's so stupid really to think back on it, but I really felt like I was being a bad mom by having another baby in that moment. And I... I think part of that's just hormones and stuff because you just don't know how to process life because all of your heart is going to Evie. And I also was so worried for Noella because I was like, how am I going to love another baby just as much as I love Everly? I feel like I told people that. Absolutely. You were definitely like, how am I going to love another baby like I love Everly, which is so normal. And you don't understand it your heart literally doesn't grow until you it's hold true your baby you know the the best way i can describe this is the scene from the grinch when his heart grows <laughs> like literally in the moment yeah. because of christmas like yeah. that's what happened to me like that's the best picture i could give you of what was going on but anyway so ella uh, we're like sitting in the room everything's great honestly i feel like we were pretty relaxed same with nick we, we weren't nervous we kind of knew what to expect oh yeah cold, he took some you. naps like <laughs> nick was out cold for like a big chunk of this thing uh-huh. i feel like me and you both hit a wall yeah. at probably four in the morning yes like, and i started contracting at yeah, that time and you were in your i was exhausted throne position she was oh sitting gosh. up in a throne position last pregnancy mm-hmm um, she sat in the throne position too, which got Ev really to get things in motion. Right. And this was a Thursday. So Ev always slept over my parents' house on Wednesday nights because Mima and Pom Pom would come 
pick her up and watch her for the day. And I was actually working out really early in the morning because I still had my Peloton. Mm-hmm. Everyone, remember so your sad. last episode? Because you, you didn't listen to it yet, but last mm-hmm. episode, I said, everyone, let's do a moment of silence for my Peloton. <laughs> I, okay, another moment I, of silence for the Peloton, everyone. I cry about it every day. So I woke up at before work that day. So I was up from 4 a.m., went on the Peloton for a little 15-minute prego ride, went to school, was teaching all day. I actually sat a lot of the day because my students were always asking, like, whoa, are you okay? And they always wanted the thrill of, what if you have the baby in the class? Like, what would we do? Yeah. You know, you know, students. So anyway, I, then I go home and now it's what time? Like 4 a.m. the next day. So that's literally 24 hours. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know, I would say John Dempsey Hospital is the most beautiful hospital I've ever delivered at in my whole life. Like, I felt so comfortable. Like, that hospital gets a 10 out of 10. That hospital really was so awesome mm-hmm. to me. It was a great experience. Um, yeah, but this, so everything's going smoothly. I get in the throne position. It's now time for me to push. You know, everything's great. We're about to meet noella and kind of kind of take over from here because i'm a little bit like i don't really remember i went through some trauma so there's some trigger yeah, warning so this is where everything was going so unbelievably smoothly yeah it was going by awesome nurses doctors coming in and out of the room so supportive and encouraging yeah i loved it um and you were ready to push and me and nick both had a leg this time yeah, yeah. So last Nick was night, holding Nick my was up, but we both had a leg. And Rosa, my nurse, was actually pretty much delivering because she was telling me. Remember, she was counting. Okay, yes. push on this time. She yep. was like my coach. I loved I felt that. So calm in that room. Me too. Like, you have to be a nurse like that. You got to be like a coach. That yeah, was good. That was awesome. Rosa. Shout out. Lindsay was amazing. She was more like comforting. Lindsay. Rosa was like, girl, you freaking got this like yeah, push this baby out telling you exactly when to push, mm-hmm. uh, push also your midwife your doctor who was in her residency um she I loved her it was so sweet and you're just like yeah like the baby's here like yeah she, she was, was so, so sweet i know I loved her um, so calming yeah and you were getting ready to push she literally pushed ella out in eight minutes abby was like 20 minutes which seemed crazy fast Ella was eight, eight minutes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Ella wanted to that come right so out. And shout out to John Dempsey Hospital. And I, I know it was Dr. Buckman. I don't remember her first name. And there was another doctor there too. So I apologize if you're ever listening to this. But they did everything they could in their power to help me not tear. Mm-hmm. Because last time... I, well, first of all, I was so stressed about that because I had some actual scar tissue and stuff down there that um, had some complications like later on when I found out I was pregnant with Noella and you could see like where the scars were. And then they were like, they were literally reassuring me, like, we're going to do everything in our power to help you not tear. And they were kind of planning on doing an episiotomy, which is where the doctor actually does a tear themselves. So they snip, right? With, I would say scissors. I don't really know. It sounds so gross, but um, just they were being prepared to do that so that I didn't rip in all different directions like I did the first time. But they, I ended up by the grace of God. So that was an answered prayer because I was 
praying powerfully over my vagina to stretch like it's never stretched before. So thank you, God, for answering that prayer. And I didn't. I had like this mini little tear, but it wasn't anything. I didn't actually didn't even feel it. Yeah, I, you didn't tear from yeah. my perspective. Right? Um, you didn't tear. I didn't see you tear at all. It was Ella came right out. She came yeah. right to lay right. on you, ready to feed, just like Abby was ready to feed. Not quite like Abby, though. Her eyes weren't yeah open and mouth wasn't wide open. And I think our next episode together should be um, what it looks like to live in answered prayers because even that will even include Noella's name because it's such a cool story how that came about. And I think sometimes like – we want to pray about tragic things that are happening in our lives or big things that are mm-hmm. happening or be like, okay, we hear a bad diagnosis and okay, we got to pray for it. Or we hear something and we got to pray for it. Or in my last episode, this crazy supernatural miracle, we want to pray for it. But we have to remember like the God created our bodies. He created every part of my body so he can totally supernaturally make it stretch so I don't tear or he can help my milk come in so I could breastfeed. Like he designed me that way. So always remember to pray about the little things too, because that will help you with your relationship with the Lord as well. Yes. So just remembering that. But I, my last kind of like memory before it got a little bit scary was uh, Noella came out and she actually nursed right away, just like Evie was. Mm -hmm. I was really enjoying her on me this time. I was excited and I don't really know how long she was nursing me for, but I don't think it was long. I can't it really wasn't speak long. to that. So everything was normal to my, like, that's what I thought anyways, when I was, cause I was watching the nurses and the yeah. doctors and everyone and you were bleeding. Like you normally would bleed mm-hmm. after you were the child. And all of a sudden I saw like, gushing blood start coming out and I noticed the nurses or the doctors actually all of a sudden like get worried like yeah it wasn't the your it wasn't the first doctor who was in her residency it was the uh, her boss basically taking control yeah of the situation and Kayla was just hemorrhaging in that moment, like completely hemorrhaging. And I didn't know that. Like I didn't feel it, but I knew something was wrong because they took Noella off of me and Kyleen and Nick's face. I like have this distinct memory of both of your faces where I don't even know if you looked at each other or whatever, but they looked scared. Like that's the only way I would say it. And I think that I say, is everything okay? Yeah. I remember you looking at me being like, it's okay. And I remember telling you, just a little bit of blood. Yeah, but so it had nothing to do with Noella. I knew she was okay. For me, I read about that type of stuff, and maybe I see – I I never have seen that, though. So it was all of a sudden this gushing of blood. Like, you really were bleeding so, 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 so much. Um, You didn't have to have a blood transfusion or anything, so really it wasn't that much. But in that moment, it was just intense, and everyone just took over. Mm-hmm. Ella got taken off of you. Yeah. Me and Nick ended up going near Ella Mm -hmm. because Ella was crying. And like a lot of doctors, well, like both of those doctors started um, swarming me and two other nurses were in there next to me. So there was probably four people 
around me in that moment um, because they had to stop the bleeding. So I was like, okay, is everything okay? And they're like, yep, yep, everything's fine. I will say thank you so much for my doctors and nurses being so calm. Yeah. They didn't show any signs of yeah worry, at least to me. I think they were because the doctor that was in her residency did not touch me at all. Like the other doctor she, took over. She was, and that doctor really was answering every single question, every single thing with complete poise. Like she was yeah. so calm in the moment. And that was really, that was mm-hmm. great because that helped you. I remember looking at you though, because at this point, oh my goodness, um, guys. this is not funny. This is actually so traumatic. I know. Um, this is going to be a complete trigger warning. So if you get grossed out and disgusted by medical stuff, like I suggest pausing right yeah. now. Like seriously. Um, yeah. I've told a few people and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't hear Yeah. This. So I had just delivered Noella and I started hemorrhaging when I delivered the placenta. Yes. Because they have to press on your belly when you're like you kind of push the placenta. You're not really pushing necessarily, but it's like a, it's almost like another birth. You are pushing, yeah. And you, so I started hemorrhaging when the placenta came out. So I had just given birth, placenta came out. Now at this point, Nick and Kyleen are at Noella. She's getting like weighed, cleaned mm-hmm. off, you know, like all the things. Yep. And the doctors are around me. So I think you guys thought I was fine, right? I don't remember this. I don't really. I mostly was just trying to get out of the way. Yeah, okay. And be near Ella. I think me and Nick both were because it was an intense moment. It was intense, even if you didn't see it. Like, Mm -hmm. it was intense. There's no other way around that. Um, Hemorrhaging is normal, though. Like, well, it's not necessarily normal, but, like, that does happen quite Mm -hmm. often. Yeah. And luckily, we have skilled nurses and doctors who know exactly what to do in that moment. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. And... I just remember looking over and you, the nurse, like the doctor went up your literally just say vagina. It. Yeah. Um, all the way up to her elbow and was just like basically feeling inside of you for clots to see if there was anything stuck, anything. Wrong. Oh yeah. So I am laying on the table. I start bleeding and the doctor goes, okay. This is, she literally looks at me dead in the face with a smile. This is going to hurt really bad. And you have an epidural, so that's going to help you. And I was like, okay. So I was like, okay. And Kylene and Nick aren't realizing this is going on right now. And I was in the so much pain. Like it was almost an out of body experience where I was screaming for Nick to look over, but nothing was coming out. Like it was like that much pain. So this girl takes her arm. Literally up me, it feels like her arm was coming out of my mouth. That's how far <laughs> she was up me, squeezing me. Yeah, because she had to make sure all the blood was done because they pressed on my stomach a lot, and it wasn't necessarily like straight up continual hemorrhaging. I don't think. I think it was like pressing tons Initially, of blood. It was, and then after she had kind of went up you with her arm. Mm-hmm literally to her elbow and it wasn't just a one-time thing like i think that was probably like seven to ten times of just her arming me basically yeah and we both me and nick both looked over at you and like 
I was so much pain I couldn't even cry. It like was, I didn't even know what to do. I couldn't even fathom what you were going through because I think I was probably you white in the face. Just birthed a child, mm -hmm. and you're getting literally violated. Violate. It's so violating to have a baby area. Anyway. Up again, they have to make sure everything's okay. So that's what that's their job. Yeah. So in reality, she's saving me because I don't want to lose. I don't, don't want to die. Yeah, I don't want to lose all the blood. But but I was so finally Nick. No, I remember. I don't. You didn't come over, right? No. I'm like honestly, my brain has I blocked a lot of this Nick, out. People Nick went over. I stayed with. Yeah, because my brain really had to block this out. Like I am reliving this trauma right now, telling you, it's my heart is sinking to my stomach. It was like awful so to think you're about. Able to get out. Your yeah. Emotions. Yeah, because I really blocked this out. So Nick comes over to me. I don't remember what he says. So Nick, when you come home and we talk about this later, like, I don't remember this. I just know he was there because he finally noticed. And I remember yeah. like trying to scream like, Nick, I need your help. Like, I need you to come here. But I didn't say anything. Like nothing was going out. Yeah. Like I was in so much pain. And I was so drugged on medicine too. Like I'm having epidurals and all this other stuff. So it's yeah. like, oh, you're not thinking your hormones are crazy. But then it finally stopped, right? Did. So, I don't even know. It, Take over. After, I mean, this was probably like 10 minutes straight of. Yeah. You, hell. Like, Literal hell. It, yeah, it was. It was like literally a part of that was hell for you. And um, and hell doesn't have many pain meds, people. So if you don't know Jesus. You just, it doesn't mean that you stopped bleeding. You, your bleeding was controlled. Right. Um. And you were able to like get a pad on and like all that type of stuff and everything like yeah. the initial like adrenaline in that moment kind of like mm -hmm. came crashing down. I just remember being like, oh my goodness, that was, I remember saying to you like multiple times, like you just went through something really dramatic. Yeah. Um, I think I literally really blocked, I blocked that out. Honestly, I did. I don't even think. I think that was good for me to block it out, though. Like, that yeah. was awful. Yeah, but that was really a painful moment. Yeah, life. and then Nick kept, like, looking at me, too, because you had left. Not painful, but scary. Like, yeah, I know. Like, oh that is a statistic of mm -hmm. complication when you deliver your baby hemorrhaging. Like, a lot of women right. can die from that. Yeah, and yeah. A, a lot of my postpartum after was a lot different because of the hemorrhaging. They had to make sure... I obviously was okay. So when you are postpartum, the nurses come in and check your stomach a lot, but I had to do like a lot of different positions and like they had to really make sure everything was fine before I got discharged. And actually I could have went home a little bit earlier if I didn't hemorrhage, but they needed to make sure that everything was good. So when I recovered from all that, I... I don't know. We got cleaned up and this whole part is a blur to me because of the hemorrhaging. I can't even remember really going into so it. So we were, it was probably the same amount of time as Evie's birth being like in the delivery room to sure. going into the mm -hmm. postpartum room. But so much was happening for you postpartum. Right. With you. You did have to get checked every so often, mm -hmm. every however many minutes. Vitals had to be checked so off so often because... And I needed to get fluid, I remember, in my IV. I, I know that they needed to give yeah. me something. I don't remember what it was, but they, that moment, they but... needed to because I um, 
went to stand up to go to the bathroom and I couldn't walk. Like I literally almost collapsed. Remember that? That's normal though when you first get up after. Oh, it is. Or, yeah, oh, okay. That thought maybe it was because of. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was because of the hemorrhaging. So maybe not. I could be wrong in that. I don't know. That it's all a, a big part in it, though. It's literally you lost so much blood. Um, I know. But I just every the baby was there, and Jill was so stinking cute. Oh my gosh, the um, cutest little nuggie ever. She came at six oh three in the morning. Nice. Here was that. That's good. And we started pushing that literally. 5.55, so <laughs> she was out literally within eight minutes, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, we were just, oh, it was so amazing, mm-hmm. and initially, yeah, I know, and initially, I thought when Ella first came out, because you know how babies, like, when they come out, they're a little bit swollen, I thought she looked like Evie at first, but she looks nothing like her, like, literally nothing like I her. I think Ella changed much she does you know those trends on social media where it's like this is my baby as a newborn and now post the baby now yeah she changed so much where if you did that with evie honestly she really didn't change like obviously she got older but she looks the same like you could totally tell it was evie as a baby noella literally came out with like we knew she was gonna have lighter hair it's actually so funny though because last birth if you guys remember i saw evie's hair and i was like oh darn like yeah she's not a redhead and the same thing happened this time i was like oh she's not a redhead but jokes on us yeah jokes she on us she's a ginger redhead. she looks like the perfect mix of kyleen and nick it's actually so funny because we all went to no nick was at work and we went to his gym to exercise and kyleen you know came so they have a little kids like I don't even know, like daycare nursery yeah. thing in there. And I was in the bathroom at the time. And there was an, one of Nick's employees who's never met me yet. Um, talks to, was it you he said it to? No, he said it to the baby. And he was just like, you look just like your mommy <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. But, but it is funny. Yeah. But Evie looks just like me and Ella looks just like Kyleen. And she looks like Nick. It's a perfect mix. Like it would yeah. literally look like they had a baby together. It's funny. Um, so I know. So she's so cute and she was amazing baby in terms of nursing. Everything was right. Her health was perfect. My postpartum for Noella was so much better in terms of my emotions because I knew what to expect with her, Mm -hmm. but her, we went through a little bit of a scariness with her jaundice and losing weight. It was such an answered prayer, so that will be in our other podcast on answered prayer. But long story short, we were going to doctor's appointments pretty much every day. She had to get blood work done. They were trying to figure out if it was her liver that wasn't functioning or if it was like breast milk jaundice. But she was losing so much weight, and it was just like a super scary experience. And she ended up being fine. She's a well and good now. She's a big chunker, which is great. And she hasn't been the best sleeper. So by prayer warriors listening to this, all hands on deck, people, because I need some I need some help and some support. She yeah. wants to be – I shouldn't even say she's a bad sleeper. She's not if she's held and cuddled with me. She wants to be held 24-7, which is so sweet, but it's so it hard. It's so hard. It's so crazy how fast she's growing. Oh, my goodness. I can't even believe she's already four – I know. And the second baby, like, it's so different. It's so funny how different it is. Like, everything goes by one faster. And two, Ella is looking 
to Everly. I already see that now. And um, they're actually going to be so close in age because they were 19 months apart um, when they're born. Obviously, they're always going to be 19 months apart, but it's just so cool to see that. Um, I will say for anyone who is having their second child, it's okay if the first child doesn't like the second child right away. We overcame (laughs) that with Evie. I, so... Another little funny postpartum story is I was, you know, I was like just really worried and anxious of if I was going to love Noelle the same or I was really worried about Evie and I actually missed Evie because I was away from her. Because remember, she slept at my parents' house on Wednesday night and then it was, we have to be in the hospital for a couple of days. So it was like a good four days without her. And that was the longest we've ever been away from her. So I was like missing Evie and then she wasn't allowed in the hospital room. Yeah, I don't, sad. I don't really know why. I just, she just wasn't allowed. And that was hard for me. So like Nick got to see her because they, my parents brought Evie to the hospital to meet the baby, mm-hmm. but she wasn't allowed in. So Nick like obviously met them in the thing because they were still kind of weird about the amount of visitors, yeah. even though COVID was what, three years ago? I don't even know. They're but yeah. So finally it's time for Evie to meet her sister. And I'm actually so excited about it. Like I missed Evie so much. Guys, this was not glamorous or cute. You know those cute videos where it's like you see the kids meet the siblings and it's all sweet? Evie straight up cried and said, put her down pretty much. (laughs) And she hated me. Like, And we're still working through that a little bit. Love Evie to death. She's a great big sister. She's really starting to step into that. But it was an adjustment. It's so funny to watch her too. She has specific moments of the day oh yeah where she really is like oh yeah i have a sister and it's she's like so excited to go oh yeah kissing her hugging her kiss like sis she'll be like sis and give her a kiss but it's just moments some specific moments Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so funny yeah so i didn't have that glamorous cute social media but it's real oh so real so yeah people um if your kid first baby doesn't like the second baby been there um we're still working through that and it's so much better now but we're now we're into a routine but two under two man not for the faint of heart it is not but it's awesome it's a blessing honestly like it's funny because i've always said that i wanted to have two kids and that's it but i don't know we may have more we'll see are you pregnant right now oh my gosh no (laughs) i would cry everyone listening to this pray for me i would kylie i would cry i know that sounds horrible to say online we're recording this but do i no. look pregnant no not at all okay. i was just i thought you said you wanted another baby so i was like oh pregnant. gosh no that i would i think wow don't even put that in my head <laughs> that'd be horrible all right guys well that's some tea hopefully you didn't take that one out of context <laughs> i'm not pregnant everyone lord kids are a blessing but no not not yet. Yeah. And actually my, from the hemorrhaging, that was really hard for me to recover from for, I think it's probably a combination of things, but, um, with Everly, my stomach actually pretty much went back to normal pretty quickly in terms of your abs separate. And you really feel that in your stability, uh, even if you're someone who's never worked out before in your whole life, like you just, when you can't it's almost like when you you know when you're sitting on the couch and you need some momentum to get up kind of thing yeah. it's it's like that times 10 because you don't have any core because it's separated and you're healing with 
Noella's postpartum even now and she's four months it she's four months like last week and I still like my abs still aren't really not back together and that's been hard because sometimes it can be painful like if you're in that type of position for doing anything even like cleaning things and you really have to listen to your body and take it easy so if you're someone who has worked out your whole life and you know are finding yourself in the season of postpartum like it is okay to let yourself rest you really have to listen to your body because you couldn't really hurt yourself so make sure you like see a personal trainer or a doctor or a physical therapist or something if you're you know getting pain but anything else to add Really not really much left to add. Noella came at the my most stomach is growling. Perfect time. Mm -hmm. Um, for me selfishly, just because I was able to spend like a whole four days with you and be yeah. in the middle of the semester. Yeah, that was unheard of. Like I have a job and a responsibility there, so being able to of be course. Able to just take yeah. four days, it was such a blessing. And I actually really was praying for Noella's timing too, because I was two weeks early. So that was, that was my 38 week appointment. And Cody was coming. He lives in North Carolina. And for people who don't know, Cody's my brother. And he was staying at our house, but I was really stressed out for a couple of things. One is because I was still working and my maternity leave was starting the day that I had the baby. So if I didn't have her, um, in the span of him being there, one, he wouldn't be able to meet his niece, and two, I would have to work, and I wouldn't be able to host him, and I just, I don't know, I just wanted to visit with Cody, so I was, like, really praying about that, and she came, I think it was the day before he got here, so it was literally yeah. perfect, so God, you're just awesome being God. Amen. Amen, God. Amen. So, yeah, everyone, thank you for our podcast. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share this with a friend. Let's make Jesus' name famous, people, and have those babies. Don't be scared of it. Love ya. Bye.